Hi, this is Meatloaf, and I am the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Here we are once again on another episode of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 237 of the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming away as far as upcoming movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and this week on On Screen and Beyond, we have a fascinating guest. He's been at the top of the charts. He's been on the Rocky Horror Picture Show. He was on The Apprentice with Donald Trump. It's none other than Meatloaf coming right here on On Screen and Beyond. I hope you're going to stick around for that because it's going to be a lot of fun talking with him. And it's going to come up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. So stick around for that. And if you got an email that you want to send to me, Feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com is where you should send it and give me a suggestion if you just want to talk. I love hearing from everybody. I love your emails every week that I get a chance to look at here, and I try to answer as many as I can, and I eventually get to them all, but, you know, some I do sooner, as soon as I can, and uh, they're just getting more and more of them, but I love hearing from you, so please send it. And what do you say? We get right into Remake Madness next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Remake Madness, well, an R-rated version of Hansel and Gretel called Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters will come to the big screen next year, and it's starring Jeremy Renner. And a remake of Van Helsing, the Dracula story, is still in development. Tom Cruise is set to star and produce the film. And the story of Alibaba is about to be remade. Arabian Nights, starring Liam Hemsworth, is set for a 2014 release. Anthony Hopkins and Dwayne Johnson are rumored to be also in the film. That is it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to find out what's coming away as far as upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies, well, Gerard Butler will be part of the cast of a true story soccer film called Dynamo. Now, I know that sounds like a superhero movie, but it's actually about a Ukrainian soccer team during World War II. And a movie about the famed L.A. Magicians Club, The Magic Castle, is in the works. And you can learn more about The Magic Castle by listening to On Screen and Beyond, Episode 81, because we had Milt Larson, who was the co-founder of the Magic Castle, and he talks about that and tells us all about the history of the uh, castle and everything. So it's a very interesting episode of On Screen and Beyond. Check it out, Episode 81. You can get it at onscreenandbeyond.com. And you can just go to our rerun section, or you can get it on iTunes. It's there, too. And George Clooney's next film will be Monuments Men, and will feature a star-studded cast, including Bill Murray, John Goodman, Kate Blanchett, and Daniel Craig. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a walk down to Sequel City and find out what's coming away as far as sequels, right here on On Screen and Beyond. <laughs> 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Sequel City, well, surprise, surprise, uh, they're going to be making another Paranormal Activity movie. This will be Paranormal Activity 5. And director Brian Singer will direct X-Men Days of Future Past. Wasn't that a Moody Blues album? I think I think that's what it was. And but anyways, it's scheduled to hit theaters on July 18th of 2014. And the Best Exotic Marigold Hotel is getting a sequel, and they say all of the cast wants to come back, including Judy Dench and Maggie Smith. That's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen or Beyond, we're going to take a peek at what's coming away as far as TV on DVD. TV on DVD, well, Justified, the complete third season, comes to DVD and Blu-ray on December 31st with a boatload of bonus material. And on January 15th, Perry Mason, Season 8, Volume 2, will arrive on DVD. And on December 11th, Gunsmoke, Season 7, Volume 1, will ride onto DVD. That's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen or Beyond, wondering what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD? We got it coming at you. Movies on DVD. Well, on January 22nd, you can look for Hansel and Gretel, Warriors of Witchcraft. Okay, now don't don't get that confused with what I was talking about earlier about Hansel and Gretel, Witchcraft Hunters. Okay, this is one that's already been made. It's coming out on DVD. It's called Hansel and Gretel, Warriors of Witchcraft. It's going to land on DVD and uh, January 22nd, and it stars Eric Roberts. Argo will be on DVD and Blu-ray in March, and also look for Silent Hill Revelation to hit the video market in March. That is it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen or Beyond, well, you took the words right out of my mouth. Two out of three ain't bad. Paradise by the dashboard lights. Living on the outside. Bad out of hell. It just goes on and on and on. Those are the hits that Meatloaf had. And, of course, he was in The Apprentice, just recently with uh, uh, Donald Trump, and he was also in the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and and just so many other things. The guy is multi-talented, and he's coming up next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today on On Screen and Beyond, my guest is a singer and actor who really needs no introduction. He has given us songs such as Two Out of Three Ain't Bad, I'd Do Anything for Love But I Won't Do That, and Paradise by the Dashboard Lights, and many others. It's Meatloaf. Meatloaf, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Well, thank you very much, and I'm glad to be here. Great. Meatloaf, your new DVD, The Guilty Pleasure Tour, is coming out. Can you let our listeners know what they can expect from that DVD? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, uh, the, we, you know, we had a show that we thought I, the only thing I can tell you 
is because I haven't really seen it. I saw it in stages because mm -hmm. I was really there was an editor, but I didn't like what he was doing, so I went song by song and kind of re-edited everything. Oh, okay. Um, not everything. Well, yeah, there was an awful lot of notes on. So I, I really did it song by song. Mm -hmm. And they sent me. I was working on a film up in Canada in a in a place called Perry Sound, Ontario, uh -huh. and and they sent me the finished copy, and I didn't. We were working 14, 16-hour days, and I didn't have time to do anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I haven't seen the finished version. I, I, I've watched it. It's great. <laughs> everybody, yeah, that's what everybody, and I go to the, there's a couple of fan club sites, and so I go read whether they like it or not. Yeah. And, and uh, there was only one guy that, uh, uh, well, he did not not like it, but he, he, he didn't grade it. Everybody else loved it. Yeah. Well, there's always people out there who complain about everything, so you don't listen oh, to them. That, that, yeah, that's that's basically what the last album was about, Hell in a Handbasket. It was about, mm -hmm. it, it, it got a little into politics, but it got more into people. Yeah. And, and you know, how they attack one another and, and how people are... are uh, have been driven into uh depression and 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 uh fear yeah, oh, and yeah. it was a, it was really an album about fear more than anything because fear is the is will destroy everything yeah yeah that, that, so anyway, that okay. uh the dvd uh it really makes you feel like you're you're right there with you standing well, next that, to you <laughs> that's what i i kind of wanted to do and and uh um they, you know, they wanted a couple of the comments were, oh, some of the songs were cut too close together. Well, no, they weren't because that's really how they. That's really how it played. Mm -hmm. yeah. It, it just, it, it felt like they were cut close together. Of course, I haven't seen it, so they may have cut. They may have done more. Uh -huh. But when I was doing it, that's not what was going on. Uh, that's how the songs played. I mean, they went, and if you, if you come to see us live like we've got another uh i don't know 12 shows left on this man man world tour right yeah uh, i mean it just powerhouses and i mean i'm on stage for the first 55 minutes i ne never leave the front of the stage mm -hmm. it just is boom we one one starts one uh one ends one starts <laughs> i don't uh because i i don't believe in applause ah, okay <laughs> i i, I you know, applause is, at the end is fine. That's good enough. Um, and uh, I, I, I don't believe in, in that whole fall to roll of, you know, do a song, take a break, they applaud, you go thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, I, my cat got run over by a truck kind of thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, touring today compared to touring back in the 70s and 80s, do you find a big difference in the audience and yourself from touring then and now? Well... Yeah, myself. I'm older. Um, <laughs> we all but, are. <laughs> but you know what? I I I watched a, a when we when I was working on this video, I was I, I was a little upset. I mean, perfectly honest about my energy level. Most people find it, you know, that watch it go, "Oh God, I can't believe your energy." Right. Yeah. Well, 
for me, I thought it was lacking in some in some spots. So I went and saw an old video that we did 24, 25 years ago, and I said, I'm going to bring back that energy. So for this Mad Mad World Tour, I that's what I put in there. Hmm. Um uh, and it, that because that particular night, um, it took a while for my voice to get opened up a little bit, and uh, so my eyes were closed. Anytime you, you, I I have tells, uh, if we were playing poker, you'd know I'd be I'd be you know bluffing you. <laughs> um, if if my and my eyes opened up finally, but in the beginning, like on Hopatuti, they were really shut, and it was driving me crazy. So I'm giving the audience who buys it secrets. So <laughs> now, of all the songs that you've done, do you have a personal favorite? I mean, yeah, you know, some you know give you more yeah, money. Yeah, I do, and all but we, it's not. We don't. We I rarely do it live. I'm doing it. We're we're getting ready to start uh, pre-production on uh, um, another tour in December. I have to have knee surgery, but we're gonna start really pre we're still we're working on a christmas album and we're going to start pre-production um on a tour that's going to go out in april and stay out most of 2013 wow um how do you keep up with that i mean i mean you're constantly out there i i i don't do anything but i go from touring to film touring film touring film Mm -hmm. um what I've done three films this year, and wow. and I and I don't know how many. What did they tell me the other day? Seventy, seventy nine shows, eighty shows in three films. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, you jump between being in movies, TV shows, uh, singing. Is that because of your early stage work, that, that you had that urge to do both? That's just who I am. Yeah. Um, I don't know any... Listen, truly, I am not a musician. I know nothing about music. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've learned over the years, obviously, but when I started, I couldn't figure out why. <laughs> why do I have to come in on one? I don't feel like singing there. <laughs> because actors, and you know, when you do Shakespeare, you're, you, there's a rhythm to him. And it depends on which play, uh, but there is a rhythm. So Shakespeare is, is more musical than... And, and and when you do musicals on Broadway, obviously, if you're going to sing the song, well, you don't always come in on one. Sometimes you come in on two and, which I hate, but... <laughs> Um, the you, you have to know that. But when you're doing a scene as an actor, there is a rhythm to it. There is there is a, a pace. But you're there's no one two three four going on. 
So you may have a, in acting, if you correlate it to music, you may have a 4-4 bar to a 3-4 bar to uh, a completely, you know, musical interlude to back to a 3-4, back to a 4-4. Uh, it, it's, if you, because acting is in beats. Um, and it, it, it's, life is in beats, to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's that's what I studied. That's who I am. Um, I started early on, not even knowing that I was going to do this in high school in the tenth grade, mm-hmm. yeah. and in in drama class and doing the musicals. And uh, I didn't want to do the musicals, but I didn't want to go to study hall. <laughs> and so I went into the choir. And if you were in the choir, you had to be in a musical. So the first one was the Music Man, and I was just a salesman on the train. And for mm-hmm. those people that know Music Man, yep. the salesman on the train, they're there for the first four minutes of the movie, and then they're they're gone. Right. So all I had to do was show up, get dressed. Uh, I, you know, I didn't even have to put makeup on. <laughs> I said a line, sang, we sing a song, and then I was gone. Yeah. yeah. And then... Uh, my senior year, I had a bunch of football players bet me that I wouldn't go audition for one of the leads, and and we drank about nine beers. <laughs> and I went in an audition the next day with a loudspeaker and announced that I had one of the leads. <laughs> and I went down and tried to argue with them. and said, I, I'm not doing this. And then the baseball player, uh, coach, because I played in the baseball team, said something that I, I'm not going to tell you what he said, but <laughs> he he... He said something to me, and I'm very rebellious, always have been, um, will always, if if everybody else, if the rest of the salmon are swimming one way, I'm going the other way. <laughs> and uh, so, I, you know, I told him to go screw himself and went and, and, and did the musical and did the lead and then wound up being chosen as one of the... Uh, uh, Dallas All Stars from all the high schools, and wound up being a, doing a walk-on part in the when the Carmen came to town. Hmm. They brought in eight guys from different high schools, and we 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 walked on as soldiers in Carmen, which was very unusual. <laughs> huh. So, so how did you come up with the name Meatloaf? My dad started calling me Meat when I was a baby. And um, the and a and a football coach in the eighth grade. Um, I stepped on his foot and he screamed, "Get off my f- foot, you hunk of meatloaf!" <laughs> so, but I've been called Meat my whole life. It's not, believe me, it's not a stage name that I gave myself. Uh-huh, yeah. If it was, I should have been committed years ago, <laughs> because nobody in their right mind would call themselves meatloaf. Right. And no matter how many times I tried, our, and I worked, I, I did three films with Paramount when Sherry Lansing was the head of Paramount. And every time that I did a film with her, she, and on, the, on one of them, she brought me into her office and said, uh, which I, I could figure out, why am I going up to see Sherry Lansing? And I was a little bit nervous. I wasn't sure what she was going to say to me. Well, look, we don't like you in the film, and we're going to cut you out. Um, and she said, uh, we're, we don't want to use meatloaf. I said, I don't care. 
And in fact, the first Shakespeare that I did was As You Like It in Central Park in 1972. And I went up to Joe Papp, who ran the Delacorte and Lincoln Center and, and produced Chorus Line and ran public theater and was the, you know, theaters. The, the, he was the king of, of theater. Hmm. And uh, I said to him, maybe we shouldn't use meatloaf. And he turned to me and he said, what, do you think if, if Bill wasn't alive today, he wouldn't use meatloaf? And walked away. And I stood there going, who the hell is Bill? <laughs> and he was William. Uh-huh. He called William Bill. And so no matter how many times, um, the last one I did when Sherry Lansing was there with was Bill, Bill Macy and Laura Dern, and they uh-huh. put up on the screen starring Academy Award nominee, Bill Macy starring Academy Award nominee Laura Dern and Michael Leah Day. And my picture is 60 feet tall on the screen on these previews. And they did this questionnaire in one of them, and they, they kept going, well, who's Michael Leah Day and what has he done? Hmm. And I'm going, it's, there's a picture of me there. It's Meatloaf. <laughs> and when they put Meatloaf a day up, everybody, you know, yeah. everybody went, oh, and they go, well, what did you think of, you know, I mean, I got audience high grades on on this movie written. It was written by Arthur Miller. Yeah. And nice. um, yeah. so it's just one of those things. Yeah. I, I just stopped trying. If somebody doesn't want to use it, go ahead, give it a shot. Yeah. I guarantee you they're coming back to me going. And it was Steve Martin. The movie I did with Steve Martin was the first Sherry Lansing. And it was Steve Martin that saw the credits from watching over down at Paramount watching the film and we're rolling the credits and you hear Steve Martin go who in the hell is Michael Leah Day <laughs> and they go that's Meatloaf and she, he, he turns Sherry Lansing who's sitting there and goes well then use Meatloaf yeah jeez so yeah well I, I know we're running out of time and I get yeah. so many questions but uh, I'd like to finish up with three quick ones okay go. Uh, personally what's your favorite TV shows what do you like to watch Oh my God! Uh, I, I I'm gonna have to admit that right now, uh, that new one that just came on, Revelation, Revolu- Revolution, Revolution, yes, is is uh, spectacular. J.J. Abrams is. Mm-hmm. I'm dying to work for J.J. Abrams. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think his stuff is is just. Re- I mean his remake of star trek was mind-boggling mm-hmm. yep. so anyway go ahead um movies which favorite movies uh god it, ha- it it goes back to uh oh god how can i forget orson wells um uh citizen kane citizen kane yeah, yeah. citizen Classic. kane uh, uh uh gone with the wind most most of them uh but the Whenever there's certain movies that come on that if they're on, I'll stop and watch them. Godfather 1, Godfather 2. Yeah. It doesn't make any difference how many times you see them. You always see something else. It's like it's like driving down the road and you go, I've never seen that before. Mm-hmm. And the other one is the the uh, Groundhog Day. Oh, yes. Yeah. So with Bill Murray. Yeah, people tell me that. The different ones have told me that. But, yeah. Well, Meatloaf, I, I appreciate you taking so much time, and uh, I wish you luck with the DVD. Everybody should get it. It's a lot of fun to watch, and well, they should go out and see you. <laughs> they should go out and see you in concert. That's the real thing. Yep, but very kind. All thank right. you. 
Meatloaf. I want to thank him so much for taking the time to talk to us. I wish we had had more time to talk to him. There were so many questions I could have asked him, but uh, we were limited on our time. But I appreciate that he took so much time to talk to us here at On Screen and Beyond. And uh, just don't forget that he has a new DVD coming out. I've had a chance to review it. It's great. It's, it makes you feel like you're right there. It's called Meatloaf, the Guilty Pleasure Tour. November 20th, it comes out worldwide, so be sure to catch that. We'll get a link right on our site where you can click on it and get it. And it's just a great DVD with, you know, like I say, the concert. It, it just gives you the feeling you're right there. If you've got surround sound and everything while you're playing it, it, it just blows you away. So be sure to check that out. Well, that is about it. We are finishing up another episode of On Screen and Beyond, and uh, we've got some more great guests coming your way. I've been making a lot of arrangements with different people to get more guests on here, and uh, we just got so many people coming up that are ready to come on, and uh, I know you're going to be excited to hear them. And uh, stick around. Tell a friend. Get it out. Let people know that On Screen and Beyond has all kinds of guests from classic actors and actresses and, and musicians, movie stars, TV stars, uh, Grammy winners, Oscar winners. We got them all. They're right here at On Screen and Beyond. Hope you're enjoying them. If you have a suggestion, email me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. I'll see what I can do about getting that person on for you. And uh, that's about it. That's a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. So until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. Thank you.